at, at some level, you know, we can trace almost anything about modern computation back to Turing. But I think Wolfram Alpha is a is a particularly uh, probably dramatic example of of, of Turing's ideas um, because uh, it's a case where the, the the concept of universal computation, the concept that you can really compute anything, um, is something very obvious to people. You know, if you if you ask Wolfram Alpha whether it's directly on the web or through the you know Apple Siri system or, or whatever else. If you ask it some question, um, I don't know, you know, where will the moon be at uh, 4 p.m. tomorrow or something, or, or where, um, uh, or what's the, um, uh, um, you know, how much uh, does, uh, you know, so some, some, something that can be computed, you know, what, what's the, uh, how long will it take to go from here to there in, a, in a, at such and such a speed, or what, um, uh, um, something about some, uh, um, some chemical or something about some uh, piece of, you know, how long is some, the, the total of all the tracks in some piece of popular music or something, or all, the, all these kinds of questions. Um, what's happening in each case is that uh, this, this one Wolfram Alpha system is doing all these different kinds of computations. And the fact that you can have sort of one system capable of doing all these different kinds of computations, that's kind of an illustration of this idea of universal computation. Now, beyond that, Turing himself somewhat later in his life, was very interested in this concept of artificial intelligence. Uh, to what extent can one make uh, a, a mechanical, in a sense, a, 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 an automatic system that can show the features that um, we are used to seeing in human intelligence. And one of the things he was, he was interested in was uh, giving knowledge to, to these kinds of, uh, um, in, as we now know, digital systems. Um, so what Wolfram Alpha is really trying to do is to take sort of all the knowledge that our civilization has accumulated, all the systematic knowledge that, uh, that our civilization has accumulated, and make it possible to answer questions on the basis of that knowledge automatically. So kind of the idea is um, if there's an expert somewhere who could answer some particular question on the basis of, of, of known knowledge, then we should be able to automatically get that answer from our system. I had started thinking a project like this probably 30 years ago or more, um, and uh, I, I actually had assumed that to be able to make sort of a, a large um, chunk of the world's knowledge computable, that one would have to build something that was sort of like a brain, something which was a kind of an intelligence like a human intelligence, where one would then sort of feed it knowledge as humans are educated with knowledge and so on. And that that would be the only way of achieving the subjective of, of having uh, uh, computable knowledge. Actually, what I realized as a result of a, of a whole lot of science that I did was that um, that, that really wasn't the only way to achieve computational knowledge. Um, that actually, just by using uh, sort of pure computation without, without sort of cracking the general problem of artificial intelligence, uh, that one could set up a system that was capable of, of uh, uh, computing lots of things about the world. And, and that's kind of um, uh, what launched the, the project of Building Wolf and Alpha. Would computers be able to understand us as well uh, as human beings? Will they be able to give answers in the future? Yes, yes, that's what that's what Wolf Malfa is doing, and and it seems to be working remarkably well. I mean, I think that the uh, the first, you know, that there's several levels of challenge. I mean, one, as you indicate, is does the computer understand what you as a human are talking about? Um, at this point. Uh, we, we have been remarkably successful at being able to take um, 
things people ask, unfortunately so far only in English, we don't do German yet, hopefully we'll uh, uh, find the appropriate partner to, uh, to to do this for German too. But, we um, hope to. <laughs> um, but for now, just in English, um, uh, you can sort of ask Wolfram Alpha some some question in just pure natural language, just the way that you think about the question, just the way you would say the question, the way you would type the question. Um, and Wolfram Alpha, in well, right now we, for the for the queries that we get on the web, about ninety percent of the time. Wolfram Alpha will successfully understand what the person was asking, and then we take that kind of uh, uh, kind of somewhat messy human language and turn it into this very precise, uh, symbolic, computational internal language, from which we can then do computations. Now, in order to do those computations, we have to know a lot. Uh, so, uh, what we've done, we, we don't, uh, you know, I think what Google is doing is kind of foraging the web for. For, um, uh, for nuggets of, of data, um, we, we've taken a very different approach, um, which is to say uh, we kind of go to the primary sources of data that exist in the world, and we work with thousands of these things um, to, uh, to sort of uh, bring in very systematic data about different kinds of things, whether that's data that uh, exists for a long time or whether that's sort of a real-time feed of what's happening now in some financial market or earthquake feed or something like this. Um, and then... What we uh, uh, what we what we then have to do is it turns out that people are not typically interested in sort of the pure raw data. They're interested in something that you can compute on the basis of that data. And so then we have to sort of implement all the methods and models and algorithms and things that uh, uh, exist in science and engineering and financial analysis and whatever else, um, and uh, make use of all of those methods and models and algorithms to compute actual answers. Um, on the basis of this underlying data. And actually, one, one of the things that's happened right now is that the, the pure raw data that we have um, is getting quite big relative to, for example, the textual content of the web. So in other words, we're, we're, what, what we're dealing with is sort of a very, very structured, um, kind of um, very concentrated data um, that uh, uh, is, is large compared to everything you would find you know, going through all the sort of text on the web. And it, it's, um, it's interesting to see. I mean, right now, you know, the majority of questions that people ask Wolfram Alpha um, are things for which there are no hits on the web. Nobody, nobody ever wrote down the answer to that question before on any web page. It's something that uh, the only way to answer it is to compute a new answer, which is what we, we concentrate on doing in, in Wolfram Alpha. Mm -hmm. I think one of, one of the other um, things that, that we found is that when one says compute an answer, it turns out that uh, people don't just want, you know, the answer is 47 or something. They want a report that kind of tells them sort of related uh, pieces of knowledge and kind of puts into context um, whatever the specific answer to the question they asked was. And so that's, that's another kind of element of sort of the technology that we've had to build in, in Wolfram Alpha. I mean, it's, in the end, it's a, it's a, I would say, a remarkably complex a piece of software that actually I'm always surprised that it all uh, um, that it all succeeds in working in the end. It's you know it's probably 15 million lines of Mathematica code now um, to uh, uh, that, that implements Wolfram Alpha. You know it's it's a big big complicated thing.